What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old fact checking and uh, humor. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Correct. Best way to start the week. Yes. And how was your weekend? It was actually pretty pleasant, nice, and uh, the very quiet Chinese New Year, which is actually actually very very pleasant. Yeah. Oh, very pleasant. So chill, yeah. uh, chill. Chill, so chill. Chinese I think it's in this that mood in the air, but like without all the, you know, the crazy rush to have to go and visit everybody and all. Uh. Mm. And the Chinese New Year festivities still going on? I mean, festivities as much as, as you know, just eating and and occasionally meeting people, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about I you? See, I see, Uh It was chill also. Uh, last night, I I caught Spider Man. Yes, <laughs> and we have we are we are <laughs> bel- we are uh, we are waiting in anticipation for your verdict. Uh. <laughs> because previously it was one of your one shock things, is it? Yeah, I think like at least twice or something, maybe twice. Uh. Yeah. Well, I think if I had a a, a section called one lame thing, that would uh, be it, lah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is your is your crazy rich Asians for twenty twenty two No 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 no. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, w- I won't give away any spoilers or anything, but uh, well, now I think it's okay. Think you cannot can discuss already because it's it's been it's too long already. Yeah, yeah it's been it's probably coming out on Disney Plus soon and already. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't gone down the wormhole of looking for uh reviews that are contrary to everything that I've seen so far, which are just giving it glowing uh reviews. But I, which is something I'll probably do today. But I just felt like. It was the the whole premise of the movie was very forced. Uh. It was like uh, they had to f- create a problem to solve a problem, and mm. that's what that's what I felt like. And I felt just yeah, it, it, like no weight. Eh. The 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 downs like the the the, the stakes like the stakes for Spider Man. Mm. Yeah, it was there, but it felt like but they created the problem. They had chances, and then it's just a series of personal yeah. errors that fucks the world. Uh. That's but well, that's like life. But I'll, I'll give you a pass on that because one, one thing I also found was like okay. Uh, so basically, it's just a, a, a magic spell gone wrong, lah. Right, essentially <laughs> that's the, the cost of thing. Yeah, correct, correct. But but I I the one thing I would argue is that uh, why I found this problem more than just a problem, uh, is because it's not just a a story problem that they're facing. They're also facing mm. a franchise and timeline problem. Uh, you know, mm. with regards to the ownership of the Spider-Man uh, property and how do you address the fact that there's been previous Spider-Man movies and, and different Spider-Mans and everything? And, yeah. and and how do you address that? And plus, you know, now there's even a Venom and and, and another multiverse and blah, blah, blah. So uh, is there any way to, to tie all these things together? Lah, as opposed to just letting people assume that, okay, if you were born after... Uh, year two thousand. Then this Got different Spider Man. Yeah, this is your right. Spider Man. Whereas if you were born yeah. in the nineties or eighties, that was your Spider Man. You know, a very yeah. You, we 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 always had that divide line. I felt like that's where this show was about bringing it together, lor. Yeah. So I I thought that part was genius. Like the mm. second half, I thought was really good. But to me, it's like they started with like, okay, how can we end like this? Let's create a shitty ass problem created by these three teenagers who want to go to school together. That was it. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, I like, guess you didn't watch. Magic. Do you watch the second film? The no, second I didn't watch the second film. Oh, you missed. Ah, uh, okay, 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 okay. I got it, got it. Mm. So I understand the context already. Yeah. The, the second but, but, film. The second film also. Uh, I had very similar response to you, 
like the first half I was like what the fuck is this shit and then the yeah. second half I was like oh my god this is the best thing ever yeah. oh so that set up the context for the third film to make yeah. the first half of the third film not shitty for you but shitty for me correct correct so the third film yeah you know it always starts like eh, like very slow and then suddenly no, not just about sp- slow but it's like what the hell where the hell is this story going yeah. like, it so- sounds like yeah. such a typical lame ass problem but then after that it just you know things change uh. See, but you were the one who told me not to watch the previous one, right? Oh, shit. Sorry. Fuck I think you should, have, you should watch the previous one because it really was... Uh, it, it, I, I think, yeah, the problem is that you think that it was just an issue of not being able to go to college yeah. with his friends. But actually, there was a, a larger issue of uh, identity and and, and 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 things like that, lah, Yeah, basically. Like, yeah, he, ah. his, he had a very, very big struggle with like uh, whether, you know, how to keep his identity in the last... In the last Spider-Man, lah, yeah. Oh, see lah, you distinctly remember, right? You tell me, no, 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 you don't watch. It's just fans of which you love it, you love it. I no, like, I thought, okay, so I, I thought you meant I, I watching all the previous, like the previous trilogy. No lah, <laughs> fuck. I, oh. I said, oh, you, you gotta get out. You gotta get out on the technicality. Yeah. No way, man. I went with my girlfriend. I uh, yeah. my, my, my fiance and two of our friends. They, the two friends enjoyed it, but yeah. I know one of them watch those 20 minute or 10 minute summaries on YouTube for the previous oh, movies. Yes, so maybe yeah, yeah. even that would have helped. Would so have helped, so if, yeah. you, if you haven't watched it, okay, don't take Terence's advice of yeah. not watching the previous Spider-Man. Just go find a summary and then watch it. Because otherwise, the first hour is fucking painful, man. Why would why would you not go and like at least read up about the previous Spider-Man? Because I trust your opinion. Lah. Oh, man. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I thought you already Crazy Rich Asians yeah. and this... I'm done, Terrence. Yeah, Any yeah. movie recommendations, <laughs> never go listen again. In fact, never. in fact, that makes it clearer. It makes it clearer. It's two groups. Huh? Basically, <laughs> if you if you have a similar movie taste like Harish, you hated Crazy Rich Asians and hated Spider Man. Like, wow, let's and, form a WhatsApp group. Yeah, man. You, know, you all need to like hang out together and you know play play chess lah. Cause probably only got two or three people only lah. I wouldn't say I hated <laughs> Spider Man lah. I hated Crazy Rich Asians, but Spider Man I disliked it. I hated Captain Marvel. Okay. Spider Man I disliked it. But there's an element. The okay la. There's an element of you just being contrarian lah, right? There's always. Yeah, no, 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 no. Every I know every shit. meeting you have to have something different to say on. If not, you feel very yeah, imbalanced, right? But that's the seed of this podcast, right? Right. Ah, exactly. So I'm I'm your personal yalabat. Okay. So appreciate that, please. Yeah, yeah, but but that doesn't mean that you don't go and do your fact checking and your homework beforehand, okay? Yes, Before yes, I, yes. You're we supposed have, to do we that. We have established that. Yes, yes, yes. We have established you that. Have, you have to watch the and movie. We, yes, yeah. correct. Yes, <laughs> yes. But yes, do catch Spider Man in the cinemas before it gets on Disney Plus. Yeah, mm, exactly. Try to. Yeah. All right. So we have two wow. very. In- or like one super big topic that we we've, we've been wanting to talk about. Uh, yeah. But before that. What are we plugging? What's the plug for this week? No, I, I think it can only be one thing. We all are, I think over the weekend, we've uh, sort of flooded our social media with the poster and with clips of uh, our new TV show, Mars Boy, Center Tom, right? Mm, exactly. And uh, yeah, it's... it's I mean, you could, what, what do you do over the weekend for, for, for the show? I mean, I was consolidating all the stuff we need to post over the next few days mm. and kind of setting some sort of schedule in place because posting on social media does not come naturally to me. Mm. So this weekend was just... I mean, like we are super proud of it. Um, uh, for those of you who may not have listened to an episode where we talked about it before, it's a 13-episode sci-fi comedy series in Tamil which mm. we created and which we worked with a great 
team of cast and crew to bring to life and we are super proud of it. So so yeah, we, I was posting the posters on all our socials. Yeah. Um and more to come this week like with the trailer with some some other photos uh and yeah, well whatever floats up. Yeah, yeah. It's uh And it's yeah. I think that it comes with subtitles also, so no excuse for anyone who doesn't speak Tamil as well. Yeah, and it's free to watch on MeWatch. Yes. I mean, just just give it a listen. So far, we've been hearing good feedback. Just try one episode, uh, watch the trailer, um, and and yeah, uh, just just ho- hope you guys enjoy it, like, Because whether or not we get a, we're hoping to to build a universe, uh, uh, MPS universe, and and make this a multi-season show, like. mm. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Cool, cool, all right, cool. all right, all right. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. So, so what's what's the the first topic to kick off the podcast, Terence? The first topic is uh, the big ongoing uh, battle between Joe Rogan uh, and uh, critics of Spotify, la, and mm. uh, and the musicians who have boycotted, who are asking for their music to be taken off Spotify because of Joe Rogan's. Uh, and not only his his COVID misinformation, so to speak, to quote, but also his uh his his use of racial slurs on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, on which yeah. uh yeah the Spotify has exclusive license for the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, which they paid uh supposedly a hundred million for a couple of years back, and uh yeah. so as you can imagine right now, Spotify is under under a lot of fire from not only externally but even within the company. So, uh, yeah, that's the basic topic we're talking about. But do you have a yeah, timeline? I mean, of course. Yes. Of course, the timeline. Let's break out the timeline. So, yeah, so I mean, over the past few months, uh, Joe Rogan has been rubbing some people the wrong way. Uh, I think it started with him talking about uh, when he got COVID, he used ivermectin and a bunch of other medicines and he recovered and he... Uh, was saying that he threw the kitchen sink at it. So a lot of people came out saying, oh, you're promoting ivermectin. He was labeled as a pro- proponent of horse dewormer and stuff. Then he brought on some people onto his podcast to talk about the whole vaccine, no vaccine debate. And that kind of uh, kind of died down. Like. But since then, he has been bringing on a few more guests who are talking against vaccines. And I think he did it for two consecutive episodes, mm. right? Um, and then there was an uproar against him um, um, and a lot of backlash uh, towards him spreading misinformation. Um, and I think there's some some episodes were taken down. It reached a point where uh, even the Spotify CEO had to have a 15-minute town hall with his employees and explain what the approach was, like, which was to let Joe Rogan remain on the platform but potentially add some sort of COVID disclaimer for the episodes. And then... Neil Young became the first big musician to come out saying that um, he will pull his music from Spotify if Joe Rogan is not removed. Um, and then other big uh, musicians like Joni Mitchell and a few others started following suit to the point where it became like a big debate online. And then Joe Rogan himself came out with a nine-minute video, I think a few days ago, where he explained his stance, which we will get into, um, apologizing, saying he can do better, um, and it was unedited, it was a one-take thing, and that got still mixed reviews, uh, but one notable person who gave very glowing uh, review was The Rock, la, who mm. said, you know, respect, and like he hopes to be on the podcast at some point, and basically very positive. La. Mm. Then two days ago, or, or a few days ago after that, uh, a musician called India Ari 
mm. uh, posted on her Insta stories um, a compilation of, I think, th- 24 or 32 clips of Joe Rogan using racial slurs from podcasts across his 12 years. Mm. Um, a lot of it was the N-word um, and one, unf- like, the just ridiculous Planet of the Apes story, which we will talk about also. Like. And then yeah. Joe Rogan came out with a new apology, kind of uh, talking about that clip. Like. And uh, the latest, I think, is Spotify has silently removed like 100 episodes and The Rock has retracted his apology. His, uh, no, his, his, his praise. His yeah, praise. His praise. Yeah. His praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, that was a very high-level uh, high timeline of the past few months and especially the past few weeks. Mm. But I guess one uh, thing I want to get out with also, what are your personal thoughts about the Joe Rogan show right now? Mm. Uh, I mean, I think right now, I've always been a fan of his, um, but right now, I have started listening to it less and less because I have felt over the past few weeks, the past, there's a like a chip on his shoulder that he's trying to prove and disprove. And, and I have listened enough to know that for him, it's all about conversations. But I will say that it feels like there's something that, that he has a clear bias now. That's what I feel as a listener. But yeah. what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I still respect uh, him a lot for... Uh, you know how careful he is about um, yeah, the stuff he says uh, on the podcast with, you know, with caveats and, and trying to put things in context and all that. Uh, mm. And I do appreciate his openness to conversation. Uh, so, uh, I I mean, I still occasionally still listen to some of his interviews. But yeah, like you, recently I think I've been seeing a lot more of this. Like, uh, like I think he got really upset about uh, the CNN uh, you know, the headline saying that he was taking horse dewormer and, mm. and, and, you know, uh, making a, generally a very, very uh, big fuss about it and then subsequently bringing on like all these really anti, anti-vax uh, doctors that have also, uh, you know, are also spouting a lot of conspiracy theories about uh, the vaccines. Uh, and I find that to be something very dangerous, like, right? When, mm. when, when someone like Joe Rogan brings them on but without the ability or having someone else who's able to rebuke them or or, or rebut their their claims and all that like right like yeah. uh, he doesn't bring on the other side like he did for the the vegan doc- documentary remember when yeah. uh, when there was the vegan documentary that came out and then he got experts from both sides the producer of that documentary plus an expert on the other side to sit in a room yeah. together and, and talk it was i mean it was uh it was a uh, it wasn't it wasn't exactly uh, a great debate or anything, but it was still interesting because you could literally hear both sides, like, right? Talking, talking to each other, and, and that's yeah. why I really appreciated his podcast a couple of years back uh, when he did that, lah. But now I felt like, hey, you're presenting all these uh, so-called doctors, and obviously, I mean, you can't deny that their medical, uh, their medical qualifications, but. But where's the other side of the narrative, like you know? I mean, yeah, like you could say you could go to mainstream media and find that, but but the, that's the thing. I want, I, I would rather hear it from Joe Rogan, say like when he got Sanjay Gupta from CNN and everyone to come forward and mm. talk about talk about the vaccine. And they talked about very interesting things about the vaccine, about the cost benefit analysis of of having young people take a vaccination, uh, knowing that a young person won't won't suffer as much from COVID, like, right? So, yeah. so these are things that are, these are discussions that are, I think uh, a lot of people have on their minds and are worth having, even with people who claim they're on one side or another. But that's the thing about Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, he needs to 
uh, I think strike a better balance between uh, the people that he wants to talk to and then what's the the the, the reverse narrative lah, so to speak. Yeah, but and and that is something that he said in his nine to ten minute uh, apology number one lah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I I don't know. Like the the thing has been brewing against Joe Rogan for a while, and the whole debate uh, for Spotify versus Joe Joe Rogan, or basically a creator on their platform, has been raging for a long time. I think there was a podcast a few months ago where we mentioned that some Spotify employees were threatening to do a walkout as well. Mm-hmm. Um, that that didn't happen. So so I think. I think at this point it's um like a yeah I think the fact that he said that he can do better and he wants to balance it more I think that's encouraging but mm. um like I think both of us like correct me if I'm wrong but you're also saying that you've been feeling a little bit of a of a like a too much of a slant to his biases right over the past mm. few months mm. yeah yeah right so. So that one, I think okay. That one, it felt like it was uh wrapped up last week lah. Like things were dying down. Then the latest controversy is this compilation clip, mm. right? Yeah. So so what what do you feel about that whole thing? Uh, I think he he I think when he brings it up on his podcast, a lot of times it's about the 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 validity of actually using such a word lah, right? Like in in day to day parlance is it is it okay for a white guy in the US uh to use that word lah right and yeah. he's questioning that and he's talking to other people other comedians other commentators about it uh and and you know the you know, I'm I'm assuming that most of them were not were not African American or what lah and, mm. and he still used the uh, he used the, so that's why he felt like he could use the term lah uh as a as to to just up for discussion, uh, but but I think in the context of the world we live in, like where a Netflix employee literally got fired for for using the word as an example of of talking about censorship and all that, lah, right? Mm. Uh, that's where that's where he he probably yeah lah, It's it's quite uh, indefensible for him to say that. Oh, you know that I I uh, yeah. He, I mean, he he can't he can't run away from it, lah. It, it's on his catalog. It's on his podcast, lah. Yeah. So. So that's where, like, uh, I mean, there was some, because it was a compilation clip, there were some instances where it felt like he was talking about the word itself, but there were a few that he felt like, I mean, felt like he was recounting a story or something where it was less about the, the word itself. So that's where I feel like, uh, I mean, like the, the video from India, Ari, uh, basically, she was posting um, Insta stories to explain why she also wanted to pull her music from Spotify. Not so much of COVID, but because um, in her in her view, like Spotify is paying like upwards of a hundred million to this one creator, while a lot of musicians who form the backbone of the company are getting a lot less, lah. So mm. if they want to keep him, someone like him, then they should keep they should pay other creators uh, equally enough, lah. Mm. Um, and then when she showed the clip, I mean. I think I think it's it's down, going down the path of like like clips from uh, eleven years ago, ten years ago. Mm. That, that's where I'm surprised Joe Rogan didn't didn't kind of scan it or something like like just mm. some sort of sanity check lah. Because like right now, yeah, that that word um it's it's not it's not just a word. There's so much tied to it, and and you even. If, Talking about it, there's a lot of sensitivities that you need to be aware of, lah. Mm, mm. So that's why I feel like how how did this happen? Where, I mean, 
we have heard news on Spotify like silently removing an episode here, an episode there, but now I think like two hundred and seventeen episodes where he mentioned that word have been totally removed. Yeah, yeah. Right. And apparently it is in consultation with Joe Rogan as well. So he's mm. aware he's aware of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then then how does that uh so so maybe that's the balance that Spotify is trying to strike without get totally deplatforming him. But then if they remove some episodes, that's in some way deplatforming deplatforming him. Cancelling or oh, cancelling, yeah. But but I mean that, those episodes like they I think what Spotify has been trying to say is that they're gonna be much clearer about what the content guidelines are. And mm. uh if if the use of the N-word is in the content guidelines, then it's very clear that like, Joe Rogan has flouted those content guidelines and those episodes have to be taken down. Uh, yeah. But doesn't mean the whole podcast needs to be taken down, right? Yeah, as in the whole show, like, the, the whole, whole show, show yeah, not yeah, every yeah. episode. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. So but I, w- but I will also say that when I was watching the the video, um, the compilation or something, I did feel my initial thought was like, wow, that's, that's unfair. It's taking out of context. Uh. Yeah. You're saying then, a bit like, like the, you know, remember when uh, Wall Street Journal said that uh, PewDiePie was using Nazi imagery in his videos to uh, that are watched by young people and all that. And then actually, it was it was basically PewDiePie sort of uh, parodying the the YouTube algorithm or something, right? Being like almost like yeah. a, a Nazi state, lah, right? Yeah. So correct, so correct. that was the uh, yeah. So so it was very clear that Wall Street Journal was was taking uh, that clip out of context, lah. But uh, yeah. I think the reverse argument is that uh, you know Nazi Nazi imagery and, and all that is so uh, is so abhorrent to people that it should be it shouldn't even be used for for parody or anything like, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, PewDiePie also did his own kind of fuck ups like, like uh, when he con- like paid some guys on Fiverr to hold up a sign that was like anti-Semitic like, right? Mm, yeah. But then. But then, yeah, when I was watching the Ari, the India Ari video, the I felt that if um, sharing that sort of... So that's where I feel very uh, conflicted and almost wary because um, she is an African-American singer. I'm not African-American uh, or, or like, I'm totally outside of, of the that, that realm. Like, and I know that commenting from the outside is always going to be tricky. But then I felt like if you're sharing videos like that, like the the date um, would add some context like that if it was 12 years ago yeah. um, 11 years ago and yeah. the fuller conversation like, because it really is like a super cut it's hard to find on YouTube now but if you if you google it you can find it on like Twitter and, and Reddit like, and I think it's it's important people listen just to form their own opinions because right now the headlines are very like of course skewed uh, one way mm. but I think it's important everyone the one thing that he really fucked up was when he told that that Planet of the Apes story like, That was yeah, fucked up la. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was a that was a bad one. La. Yeah, but then when you watch his apology video for oh okay, so maybe like what what were you feeling when you watched the India Ari video? Um, I think okay. I I I mean I've been also been doing a bit of reading up about Spotify's business model with regards to artists and. And and how it affects people like like you know new young you know when they pull their the music off Spotify la. so mm. that is actually uh, that's actually part of a much larger conversation like what Spotify pays artists and 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 can Spotify choose to pay artists more la, right they they mm. say that that's the business today but at the same time 
you know, Spotify, I think I saw in the comment, basically, they're, they're not like Netflix. They chose a freemium model, right? Where music becomes, it's basically free to listen to next to ads, right? So, mm. so it's, uh, but, so it's, it's not, it's different from Netflix where, when Netflix says, oh, if you want to even watch one minute of our show, you got to pay a subscription fee, right? And so mm. that's where, you know, Netflix budgets generally still can be much higher and everything. Uh, mm. Whereas on Spotify, everyone can upload Anyone and everyone can upload music, so you got a it's lot. It's more like YouTube, lah. Yeah, yeah, so it's so like YouTube. Basically, music has become like 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 really, really, really commoditized. Uh, like, I think uh, the, there was a quote saying that David Bowie said that one day music would be like water or something like that. Mm. Uh, where where basically yeah, la, It's just like you turn on a tap and there it is, lah. You know, so um, that's I think that's a much bigger conversation, lah. And her trying to say. Yeah, the money that you give to Joe Rogan should be going towards uh, artists and all that. I, I mean, uh, yeah, like, there's an agenda. That it makes you feel, oh, okay. Then you got your own agenda, like. It's not just about. It's not just about. Yeah, it's, you don't care what you don't care how Joe Rogan whether he's accurately portrayed or what lah like, in your video. Mm. So mm. yeah, I do feel a lot of the times that he's used the N word has been taken out of context. Uh, that yeah, the Planet of the Apes one. I think yeah, that one's just a really unpleasant. Unpleasant one. Although he immediately after he says that he says yeah I shouldn't say that that's racist, you know. Um, but that's like saying like I'm not racist, but I yeah, hate Indians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, uh, yeah, I can't. That one I don't think you can give him a pass. But the India everyone, you do need to. I think important thing is to understand the context of 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 who who, who is there something to gain like, for the person who's putting up this content as well, lor? You know, whether it's mm. getting like social media clout or, or trying to use it as a bargaining chip to, you know, get more get more money or something. Uh, mm. I, I'm not saying that that is her intention, but I'm saying that uh, she's bringing, she's the one who's bringing up that debate about, you know, whether Spotify is paying artists enough. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so so that's why looking at this, I'm like, I know, I know like everyone's weighing in on it now. If you Google, there are so many highlight reels of people just talking about it, reacting to it. But I think, like, um, it, it's it's just the, the broader picture. Lah, because I think Joe Rogan has built his fame for totally being able to talk about anything he wanted, lah, right? Mm. Um, I think on YouTube, maybe if he didn't, he, he'll be, like, couldn't monetize specific videos, but I don't think there was ever talk of him being de-platformed, lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. So now, just seeing, like, uh, his what his podcast is going through. I think it's it's interesting lah because for the longest time, platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, which started off saying okay, we will not censor censor the content, they all started to putting up moderation policies lah. And YouTube, yeah. there've been so many instances where even the mention of words like rape or something, even if you are covering for news, you get demonetized. Yeah. Spotify for the longest time has held out right, yeah. but now also it feels like it's it's inevitable that they're gonna have to to adapt lah. Mm-hmm. And and they, I, I think some articles do point out, yeah, lah, that Spotify, um, given the fact that they they paid Joe Rogan a hundred million dollars to be exclusive on their platform, they're much closer to being a publisher than than Facebook or Twitter and all these, lah, right? Because Facebook mm. is all u- mostly user generated content and all, lah. Uh, mm. Whereas for Spotify, it's a it's a they can't they they're saying that Spotify can't it's unlikely they can use the same defense as Facebook in that case lah. You know, saying that mm. they're not a publisher and they have no control over 
what the platform, uh, what what people put on the platform and all that Because like. they do, they do have much, they do have like I mean they are they have a contract directly with Joe Rogan like, over his content. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah like, it's a interesting one. But I, one one thing I also wanted to add was that uh, actually the the one of the big turning points for me also about the Joe Rogan podcast or so. And then I, I think I made a joke about it before. I said it in passing, like, right? I can't remember mm. whether it was on the podcast or to you. But um someone made a once made a super cut of of how Joe Rogan uh was when he was talking to the WWE wrestler The Undertaker. Things he was yeah. saying to him. And then they super cut it against like what Joe Rogan has said about professional wrestling in the past. La. And uh, uh it was I mean it's like that you want to say hypocrite that is like you watch that video because you see like with the Undertaker sitting in front of him Joe Rogan is like whoa Wrestlemania is crazy there's so many people and then and then like Undertaker is like yeah yeah you should come and all that and then before that then they super cut back to the past and Joe Rogan is like what the hell pro wrestling's for like it's like for, for dudes in their basement if like who live in their mom's basement and everything so so he was so critical of, of pro wrestling and pro wrestling fans and then the moment when Undertaker appears in front of him, it's like suddenly he's like, whoa, I respect you guys so much. You guys, you guys, who works harder than a pro wrestler? You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> so like, was there a lot of a lot of time in between? Was there a lot of time I mean, in between those clips? It's, it's the Probably clips, like, right? Constantly, but, the, but he's constantly over in history has said like pro wrestling, like he doesn't understand pro wrestling vis-a-vis, um, you know, pro fighting, like, you know? So you like, think there's enough there? enough there to kind of hint that okay he didn't grow like, as a person it's, it's deep down he still feels that deep, yeah deep down he still feels and, and I, I've heard him say things about um, musicals for example like he said like mm. oh you know who watches musicals only pussies watch musicals and that kind of thing and I'm like mm. yo that's not cool man like it's like there's so many different types of musicals it's, it's you're just like like you know basically uh, blasting a whole kind of uh, uh, format of art like, right and mm. you're not even giving it a chance and everything. And then he's he said the same similar things about pro wrestling. Then suddenly when got when you got Undertaker, cause Undertaker's a you know a big name and, and you get a lot of fans, suddenly you're like, Whoa, I didn't know it was so popular, <laughs> man. That's crazy. Look at that stadium. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like the very least is like I, I know I asked myself in that situation, would I do the same thing? And I probably wouldn't. I would still be a bit more like skeptical and like even like you know, I'm not a big supporter of pro wrestling. I've said things in the past and all that. I I think mm. I I think more than Joe Rogan. I think I'll be a bit more uh self aware lah than Joe Rogan. Mm. Instance, uh, yeah. Mm. So I, I think uh uh I think I can imagine myself uh, facing Henry Golding. Uh. Let's see, he comes on our podcast, oh, yeah. right? You fucking I'm like, yo love. man, I fucking love crazy situations. No man, <laughs> I'll tell him to his face. Like yeah. I'm happy for you. It's a good career choice, but the movie was horrible. Yeah, Same yeah, with yeah. Tom Holland. Uh, but but yeah, no, no, but I think Crazy Rich Asians and Spider-Man different different sphere. Because Crazy <laughs> Rich Asians is like they 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 parodied uh, uh, the minority in Singapore, so right. No, it's not that single so, so, clip, lah. I mean, parents. that was a big. It was a big part of your no, your, no, your no, 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 it, no. Right. It was not a big part. It was a minor part. <laughs> Even if you take out that scene, I would still not like the movie. But I will give you that in the sense that it wasn't just a movie. It was symbolic of a lot of other things, like Whereas mm. Spider Man is just meant to be like an entertaining movie, like Which mm. I felt it 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 didn't, mm. It didn't. Um. So. So so yeah so I think but that's where 
like I think for the the issue I think with Joe Rogan's podcast is like let's say you know when you hang out with friends right yeah. you meet certain friends you meet certain friends and like uh yeah I think if you're just talking cock and all sometimes you might say things that might not be your truest desire um it just so happens that that Joe Rogan when he does this it's like there are like eleven million people listening to that one chat yeah um yeah. and and I think that's one thing that that uh, he also kind of acknowledged that he can't be as flippant. La. And I think any content creator, mm. um, anyone with a base of listeners that's growing, can't be as flippant. La. Yeah. Uh, I think the most important thing is to just get better at, at, at that, which is what he committed to. La. The next thing is, I don't know what's going to happen after that. Hang out, hang out with The Rock and apologize. Yeah, that's why. Okay, The Rock, that one is disappointing. <laughs> Fuck no, yeah, I tell you. Yeah, the Rock, oh God. <laughs> I think, uh, like, like for everything else, like, The Rock... Okay, so he's huge, right? He knows that anything he says will have repercussions. Maybe after he tweeted support, also, he's like, ah, oh, fuck. You know, because he's yeah. he's done a very good job of remaining, like, apolitical. Mm. Like, oh, no, actually, he has been talking about politics a, b- a, a bit, bit more, more and more. A bit more, yeah. A bit more. But this one, wallah, you can imagine him like, oh, shit. And then, <laughs> the thing is, the person who highlighted that was someone on Twitter, mm. um, I will pull up the name in a bit. Don who, Winslow. Uh, Don Winslow. Yeah. Who The Rock then responded to la, and mm. said, uh, so yeah, Don Winslow said, Dear The Rock, you're a hero to many people and using your platform to defend Joe Rogan, a guy that used and laughed about using the N-word dozens of times is a terrible use of your power. Have, have you actually listened to this man's many racist statements about black people? And The Rock responded um, quite uh, positively saying that, you know, thank you so much for this. Uh, it was a learning point for me. Um, and I will do better. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. I hear you as well as everyone here 100%. I was not aware of his N-word use prior to my comments, but now I've become educated to his complete narrative, learning moment for me. Then I felt like, wow, complete narrative. Then someone pointed out that Don Winslow himself has used the word in a lot of his books. Mm. So then it just becomes like, wow, it's a, it's a historical dig. Uh, interesting, interesting. But yeah, yeah. the rock, disappointing, so, huh? The the rock, yeah. I mean, he's he's well. He I guess he's too big to do anything. It's like you know last time when John Cena said something about Taiwan, China, and then yeah. he filmed that video, uh, yeah. uh, just kind of with a sorry, not sorry kind of thing because of everything attached to him. Yeah. So, so I guess I guess yeah. a good question to ask is like, let's say, uh, if you have the chance, if we had the chance to speak to say Iris Cole from Healing the Divide on a podcast, lah. Mm. Mm-hmm. What what would be the right way about it, lah? After after everything that we've discussed, uh, I think we hear her out. Um, just I mean, don't I wouldn't want to push her into a corner and get her to say no. What you're saying is wrong, but I would make sure that after that we get someone with a totally opposite opinion, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I I I think yeah, lah. That, that's where it's, like we talk about fact checking. Or it's very important to have. Uh, the ducks lined up, like, right? You know, for a, yeah. especially a podcast where you know you're going to be uh, talking about something that's very contentious and has to do with public health as well, like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the direct, the, 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 there's direct implications on whether people believe public health statements. Uh. Um, yeah. I, then that's where I think, uh, yeah, you, you really need to get all the ducks lined up, uh, you know, get a sense of of what, what she's going to say, you know, you do need to try and uh, challenge her ideas a bit. Like, but I agree also that uh, if the expectation is to make her apologize and break down and say I'm sorry and all that, 
uh, I mean, I don't think that's the that's the intention of a conversation. It should it shouldn't be the end goal of any conversations you have with people, like, right? Uh, if, uh if, yeah. Uh, unless you're you're like quarreling with your with your significant other or something. Like that. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very big caveat. <laughs> big caveat, yeah, yeah. That one, then maybe like, yeah. yeah. I don't know the yeah. different different uh different ways of dealing with. It. But I I feel like. Uh, what you need to do is to try and engage with someone who has a different idea and, and try and you know plant the seed of uh, not say doubt lah, but for them to also see it from another angle then then maybe that will mm. if you allow them to come to a different conclusion from what they had before actually that's a lot more powerful lah. yeah yeah, yeah. And, and yeah I think I think like our stance on interviews also has, has evolved uh, same way our stance with like just approaching content and all it continues to evolve yeah. even watching this there's a lot that that we can take away from it and yeah it's just as long as we we keep getting better la, get, mm. keep improving and I think that's where for Joe Rogan him saying that okay that's that's a good start uh, mm. I'm curious to see how this whole thing pans out but uh, and how he maybe how how his approach to getting guests on evolves in future la. yeah well I guess The Rock is not going to be on Joe Rogan's podcast yeah, that's <laughs> no, the best thing maybe, maybe then see whether the rock kind of like explains and is upfront as opposed to like, hey, you know, Joe Rogan, yeah. man up to you, brother, and and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 correct. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, man. But uh, yeah, so so, that, and I think this is one of those things that is so polarizing that I'm also curious to know what, how our fans are listening and and taking in like, because, uh, I know Joe Rogan himself can be quite polarizing. This whole thing is quite polarizing. So yeah, so just share your comments in the Reddit, man. Yeah. Um but speaking of uh uh people oh sorry, that was uh, I was thinking of something else. But uh yeah, mm. that, that was a segue. So imagine thinking that the, imagine there was a very good segue in between. Our next topic uh. is about <laughs> our next topic uh is about uh very, a, a new scam that has been going on in Singapore. And uh, and it's a very unfortunate scam that has surfaced in the past, I think in the past month or so, lah. Uh, in, mm. in on the back of the OCBC scams, which you know, like talking about uh, over ten million that was scammed from OCBC customers, right? Uh, mm. This one is another way of scamming, and it, it actually the, the the evil thing about this particular scam is that it banks on, uh, I guess young girls' greatest fears, like nowadays. And what mm. is that? Um, it's the fact that there's the some of their more not safe for work pictures or personal photos have been leaked mm. in a Telegram group. Mm. 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 Correct. Yeah. So the the and, the scammers, the modus operandi, if I may, is that they yeah. will message uh any random girls like on Instagram or Telegram or what. And tell them that, hey, you know, I saw your photo, uh, your private photos and chats being shared on a, a chat group that is similar to SG Nasi Lemak, which was, which mm. was a very infamous uh, Telegram chat group. There are a lot of uh, explicit photos of Singaporean uh, women were, were shared without their consent. And uh, yeah. I mean, the founders of the chat group have even been sentenced to jail and everything already. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah they, they're saying, that, hey, your photos have been shared on this uh, chat group and uh, I've already reported the police and everything. But um, I think if you, you, you might also want to uh, do something about it. And, and, and 
you know, like it, it's uh, uh, you need to log into the chat group to take a look yourself, and then mm. if the and then they send a a link, which is basically a phishing link, and then the person is supposed to log in, put in their email, and then there's some OTP that will be sent over, and then they will, and then they will have to type in that OTP as well to gain access to that that chat group lah. So uh, mm. apparently, yeah, apparently that that's the new modus operandi of the scammers. Uh, mm. And um, the, thankfully, there was one girl on TikTok who came forward and um, you know covered how covered the the entire the entire process of the scam because she was like uh, at first getting very worried that ah what photos what 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 texts were being shared then um, you know apparently she she has never she hadn't taken any of these kind of photos or or, or had these kind of texts with uh, people before so. She realized after a while that it was a scam, lah. But she was putting mm. out there as a warning that you know she's not even like a an old auntie with a, a lot of life savings or anything like that. But there are people who are targeting young women and and really targeting their really playing on their fears, lah, of being uh having their private uh, photos or, or texts leaked on the internet, lah. Yeah, yeah. So that is fucking. I mean, it's it's a brilliant scam. Because it it fucking plays on a very real fear, lah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of and in this age of photos being leaked and the fact that Nasilama, uh, the group existed, wow! I I just reading those messages also. They it starts off quite sincere, lah, right? Mm. This random person saying that um yeah you know your photos and contact details are being leaked and then when the person you mentioned started asking oh what group and then they said yeah have you heard Nasilama? they got caught created a new group. It's hard to get in because you need the link. Then the person says, "Oh yeah, can you send me the the link?" And then drop. Yeah, that's when the the URL comes up, lah. But even if this, you know, she report reported it to the police. But I can imagine after this, right? There's still gonna be that 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 thought in your head, lah. Like, oh fuck, is there something out there? Mm, mm, exactly. Is yeah. there something out there? And like, wow, like I see this, like the OCBC scam was one thing, but this is like, it's just the next evolution of scams, lah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fucked up, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I mean this. You, you can read the article about it. I won't name the the user, but yeah, she basically did a. Th- she's a student. She did a TikTok video about it, and she reported it to police, lah. Um, yeah. I mean, I watched the video that she did on TikTok warning people. Uh, so mm. her advice was also like, yeah, like, if you're gonna do sexting and everything, you know, just uh do it like with people that you know won't won't screw you over. Uh, and, and do it on a you know like a Telegram uh private chat so that there's no screenshots or anything like that. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's where I thought okay la, I mean, um uh, maybe that's the generational divide lah. You know, sexting and and sending nudes and everything. Uh, that is the norm. It's it's the norm. Yeah. To me, to me, the immediate advice would be: to, girls, don't send your, don't send any loot whatever to your, whether it's your boyfriend or husband or anything like that. Don't send it over the internet lah. Right. Cause, cause mm. even if you, someone is not uh, even if you're 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 using a private telegram, you know someone could have any other phone or camera and just record it off the off the phone or so like, right? Mm. Uh, so, but but for that generation, maybe it's just and given COVID nineteen lah, that's just what modern day flirting is lah, right? Sexting so, and sending no, but, nudes. But you saying that is like the modern day equivalent of people telling you know women in India don't wear short skirts. 
A, a, a bit different lah. A bit different lah, right? No, because in some way, like, I think, um, I mean, it's something that for me also, like, trying to wrap my head around because if she's advising that, okay, so, so ideally, the world is fair and everyone's noble that you can do what you want and you wouldn't be exploited lah. Mm. And I remember when when there was so much discussion around um rape, uh, the cases of rape in India, the one thing that I think the 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 culture in India is saying, you know, if you she asked for it, you know, she wear short skirts and all, so you should not wear short skirts. But then on the other uh, side, people are saying they should be able to wear whatever they want. Why aren't we focusing on the problem of of the rapist lah? Mm. So so this one like like this way. I think there's a... No, I get it. I get it. You're trying to back me into a corner saying that I victim shame, basically. But I'm, I'm saying no. that it's different. It's different. Because it, why, yeah. why it's different is one, even as a dude, I don't think you should be sending your dick pics around, right? Uh, mm. That is one thing. So and, and guys can fall victims to such scams also. They have fallen victims to to like, you know, uh, scams where they, they reveal themselves on camera and then people take photos and stuff like that, right? Mm. Uh, we've all seen the, the episode of Crime Watch uh, that's one thing second thing is like uh, you know sending a nude is like even I mean even in a place like Singapore like uh, you know making porn or taking taking uh, nude photos of, of yourself or what it's supposedly illegal la, whether it's, it's the right thing or not whether that is mm. legal or illegal it is illegal la, to, to create uh, so called obscene content on on camera or, or, or to film it down so I'm encouraging people not to break the law as much as possible as well, uh, mm. you know. And and so, it, and it goes both ways. It's not about just about guy, girls or this. Also for guys also. Don't I'm saying that the, the the medium itself is not is not safe to to send uh nude photos of yourself yet, lah. Yeah. Yeah. So first of all, I think you are just jumping to conclusions that that I wanted to push you in a corner. I was saying that that's something I've heard. There uh, is something oh. you continue to hear, uh-huh. and I didn't say I agree with that. Uh, so please don't jump the gun. No, no, but, but try and you were paint saying, a brush from me. But you were saying that, hey, but what you're saying is like similar to telling girls in India not I to wear I said, isn't shorts. it similar? Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. I yeah, I pose you a question, but did I say that I disagree or I agree with that? No, what? Yeah, I pose you a question and you answer. No need to just jump the gun and say I'm trying to push you into a corner. <laughs> right, if you cannot ask a question, if every time you challenge is pushing someone into a corner, then that's kind of like... You are you are jumping the gun, my friend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because but, but I also no. It's just also, the it's the, fra- it's the phrasing of it that it's the phrasing no, of it. No, because I have was, uh, I have heard, it, No, so then you are uh, ascribing motivation to what I said because I have heard I have heard people say that about uh. you know like why can't people sext and um I I agree la, that uh it shouldn't be on the the it's it's not as simple as that you know like uh you. Don't you have to change your behavior to to do this? And I think it's not fully on the responsibility of the victim, lah. And I say victim uh, in air quotes. Uh, so I think it's just something to talk about, lah. No, oh, okay, don't jump okay. the gun, man. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So you're I just know, playing, I don't like to you're playing devil's advocate, lah. That's the point of the podcast, right? You play, okay, because okay, I can okay. imagine a lot of people hearing that question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. just it's it's just us talking through it, lah. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it'll just be our podcast will just be yala, right? Yeah. But you need to, to, bat, man. to, you need to, to play bat. to play a uh, devil's advocate again, la. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, is it is it as common as we think sexting? Is I it, don't know. Is it, I, I'm <laughs> that trying one. to. That's what I'm trying to. Yeah. I mean, the, unfortunately, every time, 
I mean, you hear everyone complaining about our girls go army. Then the next year, our girls go army breaks $1 million, right? you know? Yeah. So yeah. you don't really know whether what you're reading online or what is really a broad representation of how society is. Like. So yeah, is, exactly. is sexting so common that people should not, should not even be worrying about whether they should be text, sexting, but whether they should just be worrying about what medium they're using to sext. That's, that's yeah, my that's question right. of the day. <laughs> la, you know? Because... Because the whole sexting thing, I mean, like, it's so foreign to me, right? I cannot imagine. Uh, yeah, like, like, what is it? Maybe it's because, like, I I don't do that. I cannot fathom it. And uh, to me, it's like an anomaly. But maybe it really is a lot more common. Yeah. Because I, I think we have both encountered people who either know or are in the or the vein that, yeah, there's nothing wrong with OnlyFans. There's nothing mm. wrong with making money off pictures of your body, like, right? Yeah. It's totally fair game. Which is a concept that's very foreign to me, like. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Huh? Yeah, so so the whole sexting thing, I don't know, man. Like, uh, the, I guess it's not also something you speak about with your friends. Like, hey, you know, what do you, how's your weekend? Yeah, did you sext mm. anything? Oh, you did this. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not a conversation topic. Like. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Like. Maybe one day, one day we'll, we'll, hopefully there'll be some, uh, you know, longitudinal study that asks, hey, did you ever sext in your life? And we'll oh, find we out poll, across la. generations. But, but this is the thing, polls are, I almost like like what you say. Uh, people don't talk about it openly, also, right? You know. No, on 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 Reddit where there's a, a bit more of the anonymity. Uh. Okay, okay, yeah, we can do a poll. Uh. You sexed. Poll, uh. Have you yeah. sexed before? Yeah, yeah. But actually, one one interesting yeah. thing I wanted to also point out about this whole this whole thing is that the Mister Yo Xiang Tong, Xiang Tiong, GM for mm. Southeast Asia at cybersecurity firm Kaspersky. Uh, said that such scams are likely to be a complex case of phishing. La. And he points out mm. that uh, yeah, these scammers, they instill panic and fear to trick people into providing confidential information. La. So it's it's um it's very similar to how a lot of these banking, uh, so-called fake banking calls where your ATM, oh, they say your ATM card is going to be cut down and everything. They're literally mm. shouting and screaming at you to give them your number, give them your login so that you know, if not, people are going to hack your account and that kind of thing. Uh. Uh, mm. And it's, it's still a certain kind of panic, especially if you're like, I guess, a, a older person who doesn't know of these scams and all that. It, it's quite, they're really aggressive. Because like, I ex- experienced it once and I just got into a verbal uh, argument with that guy and, and he just he was just shouting over the phone at me. La, and I was shouting back mm. at him. Uh, so, As in the scammer? Yeah, yeah the scammer, the scammer. Uh, uh-huh. I was just shouting, shouting back at him and, and he's like, fine, you don't want your ATM to work, fine. Okay. Then he just puts down the phone. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then uh, it's the kind of that, but, but there's still the nagging fear in your head, hey, you know, is there a possibility it's true or whatever, la? but it's not, la, you know. So, mm. yeah, la, it's just really uh, unfortunate that Singapore now, because of, uh, you know, uh, the, the ease of, of, of uh, I uh, e banking and the uh, and the uh, and like basically we have a population that's not completely uh digitally literate or savvy with these kind of things, uh mm. and and the fact that you know a lot of we speak a lot of different languages like, right that makes mm. us a uh, easy target lah. Cause I mean even even the first half of twenty twenty one apparently what almost fifty million dollars worth of scams you know. From overseas, yeah, fifty million dollars. I can't believe that. That's fifty how, million. I mean, if you just like have a, you just have an army of people in, in India or China or whatever, wherever they are, you know, these call centers, and just target trying to target Singaporeans. I think you, if you get a good, 
you manage to get a good number of people, this you get a good slice of the of that fifty million dollar market, man. Oh yeah la. Like that that's yeah. the I guess that's the the scary thing like there are so many things that these cameras can play on. And they will continue to to evolve, la, right? Yeah. Um I mean maybe like for for content creators or people who create content for a living, the one thing that would make me shit myself is someone say, Oh, all your your episodes got got down downloaded or removed or some shit. I'll be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, like yeah. then that sort of stuff. Like, because yeah, man, and it's only gonna be a matter of time before the scamming links look less shady than mm. uh what you see in the screenshots here. Like correct, correct, yeah. Right. So it's just wow, worrying. I th- I think and I think there was some some news that day about I don't know whether Singapore or some country is gonna ban uh giving the, the request for credit card numbers over the phone. Mm. Was it Singapore? I don't remember it being Singapore though. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, like that, that's also a process that to me, like, how can it? Oh, it was um, sorry, it was a forum letter, I think. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> For, but I think it makes sense because in this day and age where people scammers are so uh, how you say uh, nifty and innovative, like I had to give my credit card number over the phone like November or something for some flight stuff, and I was like, Ugh, I yeah. feel like there's something something gonna fuck up. Yeah, it's just uh. No, they they are getting very sophisticated, like and for some reason, and Singapore is a they're one of their favorite targets now. So I think everyone just has to be super careful, lah. But Harish, so sexting, yes or no? Uh, whether I've done it? Uh? No, no, no. I said yes, or no. Whether you advise people to do it, or it's okay. I mean, you do it, but be careful, lah. <laughs> do it, but be careful. It's like. It's like if you want to go, uh, I don't know, like BMX stunt riding or something. Yeah, you do it, but be careful, lah. I don't know what sexting carefully means. Yeah. Um, because you know, you the number of divorces that happen means that anyone who could be in love with someone else could totally go the other extreme direction in a matter of few years, lah. Right. Correct. Mm, you? You? Uh, I think you can't uh prevent it. So yeah lah, like you say, if you're if you're gonna sex sex smart lah, uh, don't show don't don't have your face in the same photo. Right? Oh yeah, correct, correct. Sex smart, <laughs> sex smart. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah, no point but... trying to pretend like it's not gonna happen. It is gonna happen, and and especially with COVID these days, like how how do kids even like how do they even like flirt remotely or anything, you know? Uh, mm. so yeah they gotta do it but you gotta do it smart lah. Like don't cut your cut your head out of the photo. Make sure no mirrors. Or what, where they can see, like, defining details. Yeah, defining details on your body, like a mole or something like that. Like, you know, make sure it's not there. And things like that, lor, you know. Whoa. But that one is like, <laughs> if if someone posts a lot of photos or, like, is very active on WhatsApp and all, uh, I don't know, man, I think even for them to think uh, in your backlog of content or anyone send anything, or maybe even if it's a creep, someone taking photos without your knowledge. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's gonna be be there because if you're sexting or in the in the middle of some intercourse and all, there's two people, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Difficult. Uh. Maybe but just don't have uh any sexual relations or feelings at all. Just just before suppress marriage. it. No, no. Eh, hey, after marriage, also things can go sour. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. like just be celibate and don't have anything and just suppress everything down. Suppress. Yeah, yeah. Suppress everything. That should be the new campaign. Uh, suppress. <laughs> Spoken like a true 
guy who's just about to get uh, married every day. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Easy for, easy and validated for you to by say. Someone, yeah. Validated by someone who got married a few years ago. Yeah, exactly. Right. Easy for us to say. Suppress, suppress. <laughs> interesting. Interesting, interesting yeah, debate. La. I always... I always that's what I mean as a as a father to a guy, I always wonder like you know, one day if you're a father to a girl or anything like that as well, how do you have this conversation like, right? Mm, like, mm, if you go to sex the sex safe and then they're like, But how do I how do I sex safe? You know, that kind. Yeah. Yeah. I think guy also, boy also you gotta yeah, sex safe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you gotta sex safe. Just yeah. sex safely. Yeah. Have safe previously it was have safe sex, now is send safe tech sex. <laughs> Yeah, that's the tagline of our generation. Send okay, safe, right. safe text. Text, yeah. yeah. But I mean, the other thing is like, yeah, the scammers just be on high alert all the time, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. High yeah. alert. High alert all the time. So, no, yeah. Uh, what is your one short comment of the week? Well. Uh, my one my one show comment uh was uh is from uh episode two five seven um the but it was about something I said at the start of the podcast about me discovering that I am born in the year of the pig instead of the rat. Mm. Um so cute girl girl thirty nine also shared that um they only found out that for zodiac signs, uh regardless of when the first day of the Chinese New Year, those Born before the time of Li Chun. Li Chun, what? Li, what's what's Li Chun? Um, it's a specific day that uh, beginning of spring la, signifies the beginning of spring on the Chinese calendar. Oh, yeah, but okay, so but Singaporeans if- have added have added this um this this thing where uh, there's a specific time of the day on during during the Li Chun period where you have to deposit money into your account. Uh, and then the the time differs based on your your zodiac sign la. and that that supposedly makes your you know it's good it's good luck for a year. Although I I, mean, I, I don't believe this at all, but there are literally like a scams. Yeah. yeah, literally people have come with calendars for this for this crap la, Yeah, so so sometimes mm. you see very long lines, inexplicable long lines in front of the ATMs or whatever or the banks on certain days. Like uh, mm. this year was on third and fourth Feb la. Uh yeah, it's because people are like rushing to deposit, even just a small amount, like fifty dollars or anything like that, lah. Yeah. Mm. I see. I see. So yeah. So so basically, the person said, if you're born before the time of Li Chun, you belong to the Chinese zodiac of the previous year. I mean, that one all it's it's factual, but the most heartwarming was that they also only found out this recently, and that this is not common knowledge, lah. Mm. So I think there's a whole slew of people out there mm. who think they are born in one zodiac. Uh, animal year mm. uh, when they're actually not. Mm. Yeah, and I don't think it was just me. I think there's a lot of people out there. So, so advice to you to check when exactly you were born and what the dates were for that year because you might not be um, born in the Zodiac year that you think you were. Yeah, yeah. It's a... yeah. So just hearing one more person, like one more person echo that makes me feel like, okay, la, it wasn't just me. Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just some validation, lah. Some yeah. validation. Uh, and what about you? No, my one short comment was, uh, I think, uh, accidental jurist was talking about uh, the uh, I, that that he or she has traveled through many countries and has never ever ordered any dish called Singaporean whatever. Anyone ordering mm. that is asking for an unappetizing, adulterated mess of ingredients that can scarcely be called edible. 
Yeah, so mm. yeah, 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 very true. Like you can go to the US and order Singapore noodles, and uh, yeah, it's 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 inedible, lah. Basically, it's very disgusting. And uh, I don't know. Well, do you have do you have have you encountered what's your other types of Singapore food that you've encountered overseas that are very weird, lah? Uh, I think it's just Singapore noodle. Mm-hmm. Singapore noodle. Singapore. Yeah, have noodle. you have you uncovered anything else? Uh, I mean that one is more about Malaysia versus Singapore lah. But yeah, uh, when we go to yeah Malaysian restaurants in the US and or what lah, then the I mean dishes are called different things as well, like roti mm. canai versus versus prata. Or is there a real difference between roti canai and roti prata? Uh I don't know, man. Huh? You don't know. I'm glad you think I'm the expert on it, but I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a. I think it's just a. It's just a different way of calling the same thing, lah. Right, roti canai versus roti prata. I think so, but I yeah. don't know. Suddenly, so yeah. you're opening up a yeah, can, can of worms, bro. <laughs> starting a. <laughs> bro, starting a, don't drag me in. Yeah, don't drag me down with you, man. You and your, <laughs> yeah, you'll be estranged <laughs> from your family, your distant family. Roti canai and roti prata are the same, one. Yeah, dun, yeah, yeah. dun dun dun. No, no, yeah. yeah, not that I'm insistent that they must be different, uh, the same lah. But yeah lah, mm. that, that's the only, yeah, the only other thing besides Singapore fried noodles. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Cool, yeah, cool, 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 cool. All right. So what is what is your one shock thing of the past few days? Uh, I think it's the one shock thing that I think Kuba Babu also has said that he's watching it all. Uh, besides the our TV show, which y'all y'all should be watching. Uh, there's a Korean zombie drama called All of Us Are Dead that is out on Netflix now. Very, very, mm. very, very bingeable. Very, very watchable. And uh, again, you you know, you can ask like, what's the big twist? And maybe the only the only real twist is that it's taking place in the school. And, and you know, the, the school building presents a whole slew of different uh, problems when it comes to dealing with zombies. So mm. it, it it's quite interesting that way, lah. Yeah. So it lives up to the hype, Because it was number one. It's still number one on Netflix, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's number one on Singapore Netflix. Yeah, I think it's pretty. It's pretty it lives up. It lives up to the hype. It gives, still gives me enough, enough scares, enough like twists, enough uh, interesting moments to to make it feel like it's worth watching. Wow, oh, fucking Korea, killing it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killing mm-hmm. it. Wow. Oh, okay. Cool. Yes, what is your one shooting? Uh, my one short thing is this comedian that I recently came across on Instagram called Dimitri Martin. Mm. Um, and what I like about him is that, yeah, he does stand up, but he also does like funny sketches. La. Very, like, he's not the best artist, but it's just funny. And, and I love that kind of shit. Mm. So just scrolling through his Instagram, yeah, he's he's very unique. La. And I love it. I, I, really, I really like it. Uh, and he does a mix of performances as well as funny like one single panel comics how do you come across him uh my fiance recommended him oh your fiance like she was scrolling yeah she was scrolling and then she chanced upon it then she showed me i was like oh shit this guy's cool then i went down the wormhole of checking out his content and i like it man yeah he does funny stuff yeah he does he does good stuff and he just got commissioned by the new york new yorker also to do a series of like very simple drawings and what, what i like about him is that I think, like, uh, there's... I, I've also, like, I have at the back of my mind, oh, you know, one day I want to draw and shit, like, but I'm not a good artist and all that. 
so what's the point? But then you look at his art. I mean, he's not the best illustrator, mm. but it's just like he still gets, he still makes great shit, lah. So it's quite yeah. inspiring, lah. I see, I see. That's yeah, cool. I like it. All yeah, right. What about? Cool, oh yeah, cool. yours. You said already. Cool, yeah. man. All right, another one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. another one down the down the down the pipe. Yeah. And we'll talk to you all soon. <laughs>